Hello, everyone. It's Craig here, alongside with Rhino. Mm-hmm. And we're trying something a little bit different right now. So first off, you might be wondering, uh, why are we not in the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida? If we're going out live, well, that is because uh, Pete had the issues with his air conditioner all week. I'm not quite sure if it was fixed or not yet, but we still wanted to get out a little universal content for you. And so that's why we are doing this uh, from my house. So we probably would try to be doing it from somewhere else, but we, uh, we, we've had issues just getting this to work. Uh, so I apologize if the, the quality is a little all over the place or anything, but we're just trying to do the best with uh, what we can right now to, to get this out there for you. So uh, basically, we're going to have... Uh, we're going to have a pretty easygoing episode here. I don't know how long it's going to last, but uh, at the same time, I don't know if it's going to be necessarily like short or anything. <laughs> I'd like to say happy Halloween. Oh, is it, is it Halloween? <laughs> it is Halloween. Sorry, I thought we were finally we just... Came, we came from our other jobs. Yeah, yeah. we were. <laughs> we, we haven't wanted to say anything, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, it's... Because of the economy, times are tough. It's getting harder to buy a house. Uh, we've we've had to start nighting overnight. Is it overnighting? What's it called? No. I, well, yeah, I know <laughs> what you were going for. Like, not nightingale, but I know what you're saying. Like, oh we're gosh, we're working the moonlighting. Over, we're moonlighting. There we moonlighting. go. We're we're working the overnight shift. Uh, at Superstore at Cloud yeah. Nine. At Cloud at Nine. Cloud. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm I'm screwing up with this. So uh, yeah, <laughs> and everyone's just screaming I'm at us. The moonlighting. Oh uh, yeah, moonlighting. Yeah. yeah, words are difficult. I promise you that. If words were easy to say, then we would be a lot better at our job here. But yeah, so it's Halloween. We're in our spooky Halloween spirit here. Mm-hmm. So uh, feel free to ask us questions about Universal and Halloween if you want on this episode. You don't have to. You guys uh, get why this is clever, though, right? They film this at Universal Studios Hollywood. It's like so many levels. It is. So and many levels. I, I don't know if so she many. actually watches she, this show. She listens to the okay. shows, but she said because of the vest she was going to try and watch this week. So. Yes. Well, then uh, we have to give a shout out to our right. friend Heidi. Yes, yeah. And uh, we might as well give a shout out to Ella as well, too. Yeah. Even though yeah. I doubt I doubt Ella watches this. But uh, for Heidi, for pro- procuring these, these, yes, these yeah, vests and yeah. sending yeah. them to us, it's a really awesome, uh, awesome gesture. And I was able to get a. Well, no, it's, shoot. It's surprisingly difficult to be able to find a blue vest like this last minute. I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah. Impossible. And these are really well done. I guess she said they were. Well, I could see from the packaging they're from Spirit. And I guess they were sold last year, maybe. And. Of course, the one time Amazon has to come and uh, freak my dogs out. Yeah. Well, one thing we have in common, we have two dogs that when the wind blows, they they let us know. So. Yeah, they absolutely yeah. do. So it's no winning there. It's charming, really. <laughs> I'll be right back. So oh. talk amongst yourselves. Oh, okay. Well, like I don't know if Craig said it yet or not. It's it's warm in this house right now. Uh, it's a it's like ninety degrees in Florida, but all the windows are open, so. Um, you guys know how well I do in the heat, but if you got a question, I can start rolling us off here. Any any questions? Anything Universal related? I mean, this is the Universal show. Trick or treat us already. Yes, yeah. Um, 
They we have a so we're recording this around two p.m. I believe the trick or treating in this neighborhood officially starts at six p.m. So I'll be doing a costume change yet again before this evening. Um, what was my favorite HHN house this year? Okay, are we doing that this episode? Yeah, sure. Oh, I, I feel unprepared, but oh, okay. Um, I want to say when I, okay, I'm I'm not a, I'm not. Ready, ready to like do official rankings, but I will tell you, I'll give you my top like couple. I think that um, uh, um, Graveyard Games oh. definitely up there. <laughs> um, and Universal Monsters, I really enjoy that one. Um, so I think it's probably gonna be a toss up. Oh, and Depths of Fear, I think those are my top three houses. Scare, taking into account the story it's telling and the scares involved and like actually being scared. I know Ghostbusters isn't in there, but Ghostbusters I feel like exists in its own category. But what do you think, Craig? What give us a top? You don't have to give us official number one, mm, but give me your top. Yeah. Well, uh, first I'm gonna comment on the the heat in my house. I have I'm, said before that I like to keep my house at a nice breezy 78 degrees. I even lowered the air conditioner. Uh, just because I knew we were doing this, but just to put it all into perspective, on a normal Tuesday when we are doing our our shows in the studio and stuff, we have the air conditioner down to usually around 67 degrees. So we make sure that it is freezing to make up for that. And uh, I, yeah, there's no way. I'm, I'm, I'm not ruining my electric bill for... October. I'm trying to get it in the right direction, not the wrong direction. My, I, I will give you my top three houses, though. I believe that's what you just did. Yeah. And no particular order, just top three. No particular order. Uh, well, number one, it. I can give you a particular order on that. It just recently shifted, but Classic Monsters is by far Universal Monsters mm-hmm. is my favorite house. So it just it. I feel like it. In every single room of that house, even if you don't hit, like, one of the scares, you're going to get one of the other ones. So there's multiple monsters in each house. I've never not gone through once without getting one scare in each room, and I don't think that can be settled about a lot of the houses. Uh, number two would be Graveyard Games for me. It is just, it's just as scary as it was the first time, and it's still very entertaining, and to me it is... It is just perfectly Halloween I, and Halloween lo- Horror Nights. And it, it's also a good type of house that uses multiple types of technology. Like, in, like you know, I'm technology, you'll do bunny fingers. But different types of scares involved. Where, like, oh, there's the yeah. cool the wall that disappears or the person that pops out here or, like, the distract you over there or something. You know, it, it uses all sorts of types yeah, of that. Yeah, it does. So those are my two. And then probably number three, I would say maybe... Ugh. I'll just say Ghostbusters still. I'll I'll keep that. So I think my top three have just kind of slightly shifted from the last time we talked about it. But uh, they're they're all still there, just in a slightly different order. I think I had Graveyard as number one and Monsters as number two. Um, So Ryan Walker, I'm following along on my phone because the computer's too far away for me to read. I might need glasses. Um Ryan Walker is asking about FastPass. He says, can I book a hotel and still use FastPass the day I check out? Yes. So uh, with 
uh, and you keep saying Fast Pass on there, but of course I know you're talking Universal Express. Express. Universal Express is good from the time you check in until your final day there. So uh, if you're only doing a thing where you have two days in the park, so basically the day you get there and then the next day before you leave, uh, you will have full access to your Express that you get with the hotel on both days. So definitely it's a great way to, if you're coming from Disney for the first time and trying to check out Universal, see if you like it. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. Get one night hotel stay going on for you with express passes at one of those. And then, uh, and then having it actually for two days because of it. All right, here's a here's a war, water world says uh, Mariner. No, uh, says what age is the youngest you'd recommend for HHN? So I think it kind of depends. Know the child that you're bringing. Um, I'd say probably like 13, but even then, I I don't know. There the houses don't really hold back. Uh, so I guess it depends, like, are they a very brave person? Do they like horror? Is that a genre for them? You know, what have they seen so far? Um, I think you're going to really have to make that call. I'd say, like, under 10 is pushing it, though. Yeah, yes and no. So you see, I've been seeing more of the under 10 crowd uh, this year versus any previous well, years. I think I think it can be fine. It really just depends on how you raise your kids and again this is all coming from two dudes without kids so i have two corgis yeah we've we've got dogs but that's about it and not together not together obviously but uh in general though like i i some people are a lot more lenient with their kids about like what they are allowed to watch on television and what video games they're allowed to play if the kid's growing up and you know eight nine years old if he's already watching a lot of the classic horror movies not not classic monsters but i'm talking like friday the 13th and halloween and i know you might be saying what kind of parent would show their kids these movies there's nudity there's violence all that well they still do so it's let's not act like that doesn't happen but if if you're the type of parent who's doing that, yeah, you can probably bring your kid when they're below 10. But, you know, Universal recommends 13, so I would say that's a safe bet on there. And, you know, maybe maybe 15 if you're a little bit more timid. Heck, even sometimes if you're over 18, over 21, over 40, it's still not a good event for you if you just plain get scared by everything. So I I think, though, it just depends on... What you said, what your kids can handle. You know better than anyone else. Um, yeah, I think that's really the, the the thing to come down to. And you know what you can do to help you find out what um, what it looks like and what you're in store for is watch the videos that we do of the houses and, and the stuff like that. You know, this show. And um, if you go over to the other YouTube channel, the Diz, at uh, youtube.com slash info. You'll see some of the house walkthroughs and overviews of years past, so you're not spoiling anything. They're all other, unless you're coming this weekend, then, you know, this event's over for you. So you can just check it out and see, like, maybe this is something that little little Jiminy, Jiminy and Bethany could go to. Jiminy and Bethany. Those are interesting names. Yeah. Well, Bethany's the regular name. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, I, the thing that scares me the most is there's a tripod here, and the dogs are weaving in and around the legs of the tripod, and it's like they're doing it on purpose. I and 
Like, I know no one will believe us on this, but what? You were here for about an hour and a half they up made to us not starting. a single sound. <laughs> and then we get started, and this is all over the place here. So I apologize. Oh, and Crosby's getting his howl going on. It's, this is just so perfect. I, I had this other one. Somebody, uh, Nikki and Tony, no parking anytime. Uh, would you recommend trying to squeeze in Universal when we come to Florida for Disney's 2021 50th anniversary? We usually stay five days. So happy I stopped. Uh, okay, she's, they're happy they stopped in this live feed. Um, see, that's not something I'm going to speak to right now because we don't actually know what's happening really for the 50th at all, what's announced yet, or anything like that. I always would recommend people give Universal a try, but if you're like a hardcore Disney person and there are a million things that you want to visit when you're here for the 50th, I I'd say like don't I I don't want your Universal experience to be rushed. Yeah. But that, there was another question that someone asked too. For a first timer, what do you think's a good amount of days to go? I feel like, I feel like, uh, it, I think it depends kind of on the on what you're a fan of. If you're not a big Harry Potter fan, but you're still interested in the area, you're probably going to spend a little less time in there than somebody who's like a huge fan. Um, but I still think somebody who's not even a, ha- a fan of Harry Potter who's ever never even watched or anything like that can still enjoy and appreciate the land. So Yeah, for me, I'm on the boat where I would just say two days. Yeah. Make sure you have two full days. Uh, I feel like I feel like if you're a first-time visitor and you're not that into it, then maybe you won't feel like you, you wasted your time on the second day. But at the same time, too, like... You know, I wouldn't want you to go three, four, five days and then feel like, oh, well, we started running out of stuff to do. And then that soured the entire experience on that. So that's why I'm like, if you do two days, maybe it leaves you wanting more and then you do end up coming back again. So yeah. uh, that's I, I'd have to say two days for that's just my personal um, opinion. I know we get asked this question a lot, but what HHN houses are you dying to see next year? And I will say it till the day I do die and become a ghost at Halloween Horror Nights. I would love Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it would be interesting. I'm still not on board with you on that because... It can happen. It's I don't think... It could happen in the age of we don't need to make Halloween Horror Nights houses the majority of them scary anymore but are you t- the first gremlins movie is scary yes the movie itself is scary but there is something that just would i don't think they would invest enough in to do all the puppets properly for all the actual gremlins mm. and that that is what would scare me about that that's still, what would be scary I, I just started rewatching it for this halloween season and i'm not gonna make it through all the way for halloween so it'll go into my christmas viewing sabrina but no that I, is a christmas episode i tried watching sabrina and i told you i gave it my all <laughs> i watched seven episodes of it and i just could not you're so close i could not get on board with it at all but i uh, another netflix show the house on uh or the Haunting of Hill House, sorry. Mm. I almost said the house on Haunted Hill. Uh, no, the the Haunting of Hill House, it is awesome. And it could easily be adapted into Halloween Horror Nights very, very easily without that much effort at all. And, and you know, it's it, it, who knows? Because they, 
they had a lot of success with the the Shining House a couple years ago. Maybe maybe they work out a deal for next year, even though it came out this year. But if Doctor yeah. Sleep is a hit and they want to continue going down that route, maybe something happens with that. And then Mike Flanagan directed Doctor Sleep, and he also directed the uh, Hill House. So it could all just work together. But uh, if Warner Brothers has the rights to to Doctor Sleep, there ain't. There ain't no way we're seeing it at Halloween Horror Nights, so... I'm getting questions about Volcano Bay. What is your favorite slide at Volcano Bay? So, I really haven't been there a ton. Yeah. We were just saying that we need to go back. The problem is, like, it's too hot for us to go there, so we, we like to wait to try and go there during the winter season. So, we'll probably go there coming up here once it starts cooling down maybe after christmas or something i'll be honest though with me i i think volcano bay is a great park uh it he doesn't it, like water parks i yeah i don't i don't care for water Did parks for a ton him. so it's a lot harder question for me to answer but i love i love the uh the water coaster that they have there i can't think of the exact name of it so I'm not going. To oh try yeah, to the, spit the it one out. where you were in the like the canoe and we it, like, exactly. There was like two different sides for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so I I don't know. Maybe it's just because that is more than just okay. I'm going to start at the top of a hill and slide down. But I I love that that one. So that's. But you know what? If you're a fan of water parks, I don't think Volcano Bay lets you down in any way. The only. The only thing I will say is if you're a heftier person, as they've added more and more weight restrictions since it opened, mm. it makes it increasingly difficult for uh, for a lot of people to go. And like the last round, they took two slides, and I can't remember which one. I think it was the, not even the slides, it was the the one racing slide that they have there, and they dropped down the weight limit again to something like 160 pounds or and under or something like that after a person got seriously hurt on it so heck we i can't go on that <laughs> we've seen the video of me getting flipped over on that one slide so it's uh, but I, that was just because i was not paying attention Question, these questions aren't going to come fast enough here so that's why i'm waiting on waiting on a question waiting on a question when I come to Universal in November for the first time since 2013, what should be the first thing I do? Um, I mean, I the first thing I always do when I go to Universal, like if if I didn't live here, the first thing I do is probably just go right to Diagon Alley. But that's I love Harry Potter. Hmm. First thing you should do. It's hard though because yeah. then you're like. That's the benchmark, you know? That's, like, the thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to... That was my only uh, my only side on it, is that if you go straight there, then you're really setting yourself up to, like, oh, is everything going to be like it? I'd probably say uh, I'm going to go on a slight tangent to yours. Uh, I would go, if you're going into Islands of Adventure first, and you want to, like, you want to get an idea of Universal... As a great side, but not uh, not necessarily even their absolute greatest. Maybe like uh, the Amazing Adventures of Spider Man, because oh, technologically yeah. it's amazing and the ride's incredible. But I still think that the Wizarding World slightly outdoes it. I mean, uh, but the caveat on all that is if you only have one day or two, and so like rope drop is important for you, and you need to get in. You know, of course you you want to go to 
whatever the most important stuff is to you, whether yeah. it is Diagon Alley or going over and trying to get on Hagrid's. But uh, it's it really is just it, it kind of comes down to that. But I would say I would say Spider Man's a good place to start out. I would say the Mummy over in Universal mm-hmm. Studios Florida is a good place to start out. So uh, Desiree wants to know what scares you. Uh, and I'll tell her what scares you the most, ostriches. That is what scares me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I, I feel like with a lot of other things that can kill you, there's easily avoidable ways around being killed by them. But ostriches, they can run fast. If they can just chase you down, I mean, they're just going to peck you to death. Well, or claw you with the talents. Or do that, They too. have sharp talents. Yeah. Um, so Eliezer51 is saying, uh, what's your favorite Universal Hotel? They've only stayed at Sapphire Falls and can't imagine it could get better than that. I will say, I do like Sapphire Falls, actually, quite a bit. I feel like you go in there, it's very big, it's very spacious. It, I feel like it always smells really good. Um, I enjoyed our stay there. Um, I haven't stayed at all of them. Uh, I stayed at, I've stayed at Portofino. What's the other one that we just stayed at? The new one, the Endless Summer. Yeah. Um, Surfside. In that suites. That was okay. Um, I haven't. St- I haven't stayed at Hard Rock. I haven't stayed at. Um, I can't think. I wasn't listening. What's to the fifties so. hotel? We're talking about our favorite Cabana hotels. Bay. Cabana Bay or the glass one, the new glass one. Aventura. Aventura. The heat is getting to me. Um, but I would love to stay at Cabana Bay. That seems like more my speed and stuff. But um, of the ones I've stayed at, I think um, Sapphire Falls is actually probably my favorite. Yeah, I'm still all in on Cabana Bay. I yeah. think it's overall the the best. But I, I do have to say, if if you are on a very limited budget, Surfside Inn and Suites is absolutely the way to go. Just avoid the food. And you can like get a pretty big room there for pretty inexpensive, which exactly. is nice. Yeah. Especially if you're splitting with friends or or really you are super on the cheap and you have to you have to go extremely Rachel. Extremely. Neither of us have been characters uh, at HNN uh, or worked with HHN, but you were a universal employee at one time. That's not a question. That is a statement. That is a statement. Yes. I'm answering the question for you. Well, I don't know what the question was. The question was, have either of you been an employee at HHN? Oh, no. I, I mean, the closest thing is, I think it was once or twice I was rescued at it, while I was working at Forbidden Journey and got sent over to Halloween Horror Nights to help uh, just for for the night. So when when the houses and stuff are below staffed, they they will bring people in if they're not needed at their venues. And uh, you know, assuming that nothing has ever changed with Universal, that that's still the case. And when I say you got rescued over, it's not like they throw makeup on you and you go in the house and you start scaring that's still for the people who are in there uh it's with us they where you would be one of the people who is standing outside wearing the the orange t-shirt like the night that i did it it was uh, the one the one memory that i have particularly the of the night i did it it was back in the saws and steam house which was in the jaws extended queue right next to bill and ted and my job was literally to just stand in that line because that was on Halloween night. So it was super crazy 
back then. And I just yelled at people for smoking in the middle of the line while listening to Bill and Ted. And so that was my only experience with it. It's something that I thought about doing, but my time once I moved into a leadership role at Universal was so short that I didn't have time to really transition over into working with Halloween Horror Nights. But it's it's something that I wanted to do, so... Uh, I would if I would have still been around, I so would have done it. We should do just a rapid fire for this one. But like, what are your favorite restaurants at City Walk? Okay, for me, I like NBC. Um, I like uh, the sandwich, the lunchbox, the sandwich. That's sandwich. how it's called. Why isn't there a place just called the sandwich? Um, I like that, and um, I still like Toothsome. Yeah. And um, I think those are my top. I, I do like cowfish, but I feel like every time I go in now, it seems to be a shrinking thing. Yeah, I'm so kind of reeling it in more and more and more. Yeah, I would say for me, it's the the ones that I think that you can genuinely get by without having something uh, too awful. Maybe even perhaps good. I think you're always a safe bet with NBC. Like Rhino said, I think Red Oven Pizza is always awesome for me. Vivo. Always is good. Even Margaritaville is pretty much, you know, it, it's bar food, easy bar food. But it's surprisingly, it's, it's like, surprisingly yeah. good for what you, you would have expectations. There, don't be like, Ugh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and still give. If you're into the idea of Big Fire, I'm gonna give that a recommendation too. I think I'm in the middle with that still. It's one of those where I'm like, mm, I didn't dislike it, but it's, it's been enough time where now I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I just you know what I mean. It's hard when it's like, am I going to spend money on this again? I think the menu needs like an expansion or something. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to ask or answer one from Billy real quick because I know Billy's asked it a couple times, but Get it was it, Billy mainly about coffee and whether or not oh, the hot butter a, beer question. Well, not even the hot butter. I, we can answer that. No, I have never mixed hot butter beer and coffee together. Yuck. I drink coffee black, so I don't. That would not be appealing to me at all. I'm sure it's appealing to someone. But I also don't like hot butter beer that much either. So it's <gasps> the best butter no, beer. It's not the best. The I, best. It is not. It doesn't taste anything like butter beer. It's what it actually should taste like. Because it's hot in the book. Yes, it. You're right. The temperature is what it should be. However, the flavor is nothing like what it should don't be. Listen. The fact that the frozen and the cold are so similar into flavors, and then they could just go the complete left field and like we're gonna make a cake batter mix and put it in a cup for you mm. and sell that as hot butter mm. beer never made sense to me. Mm. So who knows? Maybe coffee could improve it. But uh, for today versus Starbucks, I'm I, I'm not a coffee snob. Uh, I'm just going to... You like your cold brew, though. I, I do like cold brew. Uh, I love cold brew. I love cold brew on nitro, but like, I'm not going to be the person who's like, oh, all they have is a Starbucks here. That's that's not going to work for me. Or all they have is McDonald's coffee. That's, that's not going to do. I really don't care. It's pretty much short of instant coffee. I will drink any coffee, and if it's bad, I'll just take a couple sips and be on the way. But, I mean, I say that right now as... This cup of coffee has been sitting beside me for Ew, about two and a that. half that hours. That was here when I got here. Ew, gross. Mm. Mm. Cold coffee. So mm. it really... It's definitely started separating. Coffee doesn't... The beans from idiot. the liquid. You're an idiot. Come on now. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> okay, I'm almost offended. Charlotte showed up saying, are you guys dressing up for Halloween? What the... Come on, Charlotte. 
You know what I have to say to you, Charlotte? Have a heavenly day. Um, so, uh, somebody asked a question, and I want to just... Uh, uh, Julie Max 6 says, What is a good strategy for when to ride Hagrid's? Hagrid's. Um, so... Something that I really enjoy about the Universal app for the park that you might not know um, that's been a feature for a little while now is you can go into whatever app you're looking or app, whatever ride you're looking to, uh, whatever attraction you are looking to experience. And when you are in there, you can click the wait time and lower it with your thumb and it'll set an alert for you for when it when the weight drops below that time. So what I did is when I went to the park with uh, um, a friend of mine, I set it to 90 minutes and I was like, all right, if we get lucky and it goes under 90 minutes, we'll go in. It went under 90 minutes. I waited a full one hour for it that one time. And it, though I moved along nicely. So that was a good experience. So that's my recommendation, how to ride Hagrid's. Also, that's what I would recommend doing for Halloween Horror Nights. If you don't get expressed too, mm-hmm. cause that that's worked out really well for me. Yeah. And someone else asked us, I can't see. Trina asked, if you get an express pass for HHN, will you definitely be able to get in all of the houses? Uh, short of any like actual disaster, yeah. yeah. You can yeah. easily do it. I just You could do you could do some yeah. of them without even doing the express the first oh, yeah. couple times. And that's a yeah. last night I I got there for stay and scream and we did Ghostbusters and then I went off and did a whole bunch of other houses and from Basically, 6 o'clock when they let us into Ghostbusters till 7.30, I got six houses done. So, yeah, you can... If if you are... If you're really taking your time and you're like, oh, I'm going to sit at this bar for two hours, probably not. But uh, just be be quick and you'll get around everything easily. So, yeah, do that. Uh, another one came from the J Loves to Laugh and said, please help me out. I want to come to Universal with my husband, and he is a bigger guy at seven foot and large. Would he seven still enjoy tall. Universal as I don't think he would fit on any rides? I'm just going to be flat out honest with you. It would definitely be difficult. Uh, I... My friend's like six seven, like six six, and I I know that he struggles. Yeah, I our general rule of thumb, at least for like Forbidden Journey, if you're over six six, you're probably going to. I think he's to like really the struggle max. to like get they had on. To yeah. push the thing to get uh, it to. Long. I know, you know, Rip Ride Rocket has a height limit on how tall you can be to get on that. A lot of the other roller coasters, if it's seven foot i mean you're going to be carrying a lot of length in your legs you're going to have trouble getting the harnesses down so yeah it's seven foot you can try but it's that's it's tight that's really that's really tall so i i so i've seen this a couple times um mickey's not so scary halloween party or universal halloween horror nights Oh, I thought you were annoyed at the question, but no. the dog is slowly starting to do a throat, throat. Well, there's a, a truck somewhere in the neighborhood. Yeah, we're we're having like a record like, of deliveries <laughs> during the two to three time period of any day ever. Uh, Your hand's getting really close to my butt. Darn right it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've, we did an episode, actually. Was it last year or the year before where we compared Mickey's versus HHN? might have been two years ago. But we did it. was it. a while ago. But I feel like the consensus we came up with was it's two sides of the same coin. It's different. It's like, when I, for me personally, when I think of Mickey's Not So Scary, I think of like cute 
um, like cutesy, bright celebration of Halloween. Family friendly. Yeah, and when I think when I think of Halloween Horror Nights, not that it's not. It's not what I love about Halloween Horror Nights, especially the last like two or three years, is they are starting to branch into different types of horror. It's not all like gore. It's not all blood. It's not all guts. It's it's like it's it, like it, when they did Poltergeist. I was like, there's no. It's not Poltergeist with the exception of like one scene in the movie. It doesn't really have any blood in it. So it's one of those. Um, kind of experiences like i think they compared it to being they wanted it to feel like when you were a kid and you were at a sleepover watching like a scary movie you kind of weren't supposed to so i still feel like especially with houses like killer clowns from outer space and ghostbusters there's like this celebration of these fun types of horror horror or scary movies i don't even want to say horror but so i feel like it's just they're that other side of the coin you know yeah. put them together and you're seeing all aspects of it for me though i for for I know you go to the Mickey's Not So Scary a lot this year with your party pass, but I think I still like Halloween Horror Nights as a repeatable event. Yeah. I, I agree with that as well, too. I think they're both very repeatable. Yeah. It just depends on what you want out yeah. of your Halloween experience, and you and I are very similar on that. So, What's your boostetic? Uh, oh, yes, boostetic. So, Chasing Shades said, have you guys done a review of the Chocolate Emporium? Did I miss it? We did one way back when it first opened. We have gone there many times yeah. uh, in I, between. I still then. go get a drink every now and yeah, then. Yeah, and uh, it's we haven't done a formal review in a while. We said that we are going to go back and do it soon because we get asked about that pretty often. So we will do that. We just it's coming up here. So I'm gonna answer one from Master Pirate. Said for Craig, when did when you got your job at Universal? What was the process like? Did you enjoy it? Did it pay okay? Moving to the area soon and was just wondering. So I highly do recommend Universal as a company to work for. I know it's I I maybe it's just my rose colored glasses or something from my time that I worked there, but back when I worked there, that was kind of during the transition into Comcast as leadership. So it was a very exciting time to be there. It was a time where they really cared about us. They cared about our satisfaction. I feel like team members were we're definitely in the highest spirits of any time I've seen. And not that it's gone downhill or anything, but I, I've heard stories. I've seen some of them firsthand. And it does seem like a little bit of the magic was lost since I was there. And not just in the Wizarding World, but overall. Uh, because once they got in the need for so many extra bodies, if they've, as they've added new and new and new and new, and they're going to add another new park with it once they need all these bodies it's you're starting to really stretch out in terms of are we only going to hire the best or are we going to hire what we need and i i know that's something that disney has obviously fallen prey to and it's something that i think universal is now starting to fall prey to as well too uh but i enjoyed working there in terms of uh applying and stuff it's i will say that i had to have a florida a Florida address in order to be taken seriously. I applied twice before I lived in Florida and got nothing. As soon as I put down a Florida address, I got an answer back within, I want to say, a day. So that was very important then. Uh, and I can't really talk about the pay. I know now the pay is very competitive with all the other theme park positions and stuff. And, and you know, it's they're working on that $15 an hour to get to that that peak pay and it's all all going into there but i i mean i did it back 
when I want to say my pay rate starting at Universal was six twenty five an hour, six fifty an hour for uh, for attractions as a part time, and I saw a little bit of pay increases as I was there, but. I mean, I, I've been out of Universal so long. I think by the time I finally left with my dollar extra for lead shifts, uh, when I when I was a lead on duty, I think I was still only up to like maybe $10 an hour. But they definitely do pay a lot better now. So I would, I would think about working there if you're interested. Might be good. But any other questions you found right now? No, I'm trying to answer a couple that like we kind of already answered, but I think they missed. Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, look. I thought I saw one more as well to here that would be an easy one to just pop in. Uh, is Hagrid's motorbike adventure oh, yeah, that was or the one. Incredible Hulk superior? Which one is superior, I believe is the question. Uh, easily Hagrid's. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you are... If you are somebody who just loves being put inside of a blender and tossed up, I mean, you probably like the Hulk quite a bit. I'm not, but I just think overall, like Hagrid's tells a story. It's exciting. The twists and turns. It's got. It's unique, and it kind of has a little bit of everything, you know. Yeah. And it surprises, and it. I don't know. It's. It's definitely one of the best coaster experiences I've like ever had. I think. Yeah. No. I. It's just. It has all the right elements that you want. It's a little bit thrilling. It's not too thrilling. It's got those fast launches. It's got the animatronics. Heck, it even has a story with it, and I feel like it transcribes the story well. For me, the Incredible Hulk coaster is... I, they, it's an awesome coaster, and I I would recommend it if you love big coasters. It's but not for me, my type of coaster, yeah, that's what I should say. To me, it's also, you know, there's people that I know love love just coasters in general they enjoy going to cedar park they enjoy going to six flags parks and uh you know if that's the type of coasters that you love you will you think incredible hulk coaster is probably superior but uh, if you are more about the story and the theme and the theme park uh aspect of a coaster and and you know disney and universal your favorite places then i feel like it's without a doubt that Hagrid's achieves that more than the Incredible Hulk coaster, but uh, they're um, both both have their uh, positives to them. So Mirna is asking about uh, um, about shows about basics about Universal, and I was trying to explain to her that um, if you go to our other YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash info, you will actually find that um, we have done uh, videos in the past where they're kind of 101s, like the basics of like, like you know, minorly might have some minor outdates here and there, like a new attraction opened. But um, but uh, that can help you out with that sort of stuff. There's things all about like Express and, and just like in general what the parks offer and what you're going to kind of be in store for if you search that. That was before we had the channels split again the way we have them now so i think they're on the wdw info and not on this channel yeah and i'll be honest too uh, a lot of the content we cover on a weekly basis while you know when it's really a halloween horror nights oriented and stuff like that it if you're not in the know it's it doesn't really help you but when we do any episode of this show especially if it's you know 
if it is about the parks as a whole, we do try to approach it from the aspect of what if you are doing this for the first time? What if you don't know about it? What if you're trying this from Disney? Because we still, you know, we know our audience is a lot of Disney fans who are just starting to get involved with Universal and they're 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 dipping their toes in and stuff. So uh, it would be it would be an insult to to all of them to just talk like we're complete experts on or talk like we are experts but to talk only in the expert knowledge of if you've gone 15 times then you'll understand what we're talking about it uh there's there's plenty of other outlets out there for for those diehard universal fans i'm not saying that we don't want you and you i i hope that every now and then you still tune in and and you just to hear our opinion on stuff but you know there's there's plenty of other resources out there for the people who are obsessed i mean like like the universal orlando annual pass holder page is just filled with thousands of people that just go to universal all the time and just want to talk about universal alone right there that's where you get your your really if you want to get into the really truly nerdy stuff we try to keep everything as much as we can on a basic level but sometimes we have to go a little bit further someone is has asked like repeatedly about the jurassic park ride that's clearly being built in islands of adventure we know what you know but we see the construction more because we're at the park more but to me it looks like they're probably doing another coaster that is similar to it looks like to me it could be something like Hagrid's. I you know I don't know what it is. I'm just theorizing. I have no idea. It probably isn't, but um, I'm excited for it. Whatever it is, uh, I love anything Jurassic Park, and I'm excited to see another opportunity over there coming in the future. I think they're kind of holding off on saying what it is so that they can be closer to when it's done and be like, look how quick it happened. I cannot talk about it. Yeah. No, so can't. okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I just. I am not at liberty to discuss that attraction right now, so you'll have to deal with what Rhino said. I don't know anything. That. My chat just like got froze. Okay, sorry. We're all fine. Uh, do we still have time to go to the parks? Yeah, we go. We were just there yesterday. Um, yeah, I know. I, I mean, four days a week I go to the parks, I think. Yeah. Three, three to four, we'll say. Three to four. Well, and then like probably a personal day sometimes because yeah. I still want to enjoy it for myself. But yeah, I've been actually. I think in the past seven days, I've only not been in a park two days. So five out of seven days. Actually, yeah, because, because we didn't have the show Tuesday. Oh yeah. So we went to Epcot. I was at a park on Monday. Yeah. I didn't go on Saturday or Sunday. I was in the parks on Friday and I was in the no, parks I, on Thursday. I've been in a park every day this week. I forgot I went on Sunday. I went to Halloween Horror Nights again. <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like sometimes it's like I like to go back and, you know, then do the stuff that I want to do or experience in different ways and some, it's very hard for me to be like leave that camera at home. Like, last night was actually the first night of Halloween Horror Nights. I didn't take my camera with me. Yeah. It was, uh, it was weird. Remember, a lot of times we go to the parks, we don't, like, we might not be there for eight hours. Uh, most of the yeah. time, I would say, if I go to the park, I would say I'm there on average, like, about three hours. Yeah. And that's that's how I do it. Kelly Potter, boy, do I wish they would put Power Rangers in the theme parks. I feel like it's not out of the question because now Power Rangers airs on Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon seems to have a pretty good relationship with Universal, but I don't know. 
No, it's pretty out of the question. How dare you? So, I, I mean... A meet and greet? Uh, they yeah, used to have it at the hotel. It, I mean, yeah, the the hard part, and I'm not trying to knock it because I do know the popularity of Power Rangers, but... It changes too like, frequently, I think, is one thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like... I feel like the Universal thought, like, oh, the Hello Kitty store. Everyone loves Sanrio. Everyone loves Hello Kitty. This is going to work wonders. And... On average, I'd say I see about ten people in the store, and maybe like yeah, it's not... maybe like two of them are actually browsing, and the rest are just kind of like walking around, enjoying the air conditioning. So, if they can't make Hello Kitty work, how are they going to make Power Rangers work? Oh, Kelly knows a friend of. We have a friend in common, a friend who watches the show. In fact, who mm. was like one of the first people to ever say something nice to me in my life. Period. No. Um, Next year we will dress up as Jean Bruno. Jean, yeah, I'll be Jean. You be Reno. Uh, well, well, I be Reno. I guess you can yeah. be Jean Reno, and I'll be Natalie Portman, and we'll do our Leon the professional. No, we should be different Jean Renos. I'll be Jean Reno, like Mission Impossible. You be Jean Reno, Pink Panther. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And we'll just, but we have to have like multiple ones we change throughout the episode. Then I'll be Jean Reno from Godzilla. Um, well, I'm gonna find a way to dress up as Natalie Portman one day. Hey, if you want to be Queen Amidala, no, I didn't say that. Okay, I did not say that. Um, so this keeps getting asked: Do you enjoy Rip Ride Rocket? I have never ridden it, nor will I ever ride it. It's just it's not something that looks enjoyable to me. But I, from the people I know who have ridden it, they love it. I, it's it's an okay coaster. There's nothing, honestly, to me. I know there are special elements into it that aren't in a lot of attractions, but I don't. I if I never rode Rip Ride Rocket again, I would. I'm not going to lose sleep. They said the Black Swan. That's what you have to be. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Why I'll don't be we the answer, mother just trying to cut yeah. your fingers the whole time? <laughs> why don't we answer one more question? We got to find a good one for it, though. Okay. Oh, I like this one. If you were to dress up as an HHN icon for Halloween, which would it be? I feel like you don't like dressing up, though. No, I don't. I know you do it. I wouldn't be any of like doing it. I would probably, I would probably be the director just for ease. See, it's barely an outfit. Um, I'd be one of those like laser people from an arcade. Uh, icons. Oh, those are not icons. Those so it are has to be like a main. Who was the person last year? Though there was not an icon last year. What about that one with the feathers and the skull? That was like two years ago. Yeah, that's not an icon either, though. What's an icon? We're talking uh, caretaker, the storyteller, Jack. Your favorite chance? None. <laughs> See, you got all excited to answer Why the question. Why are they the only icons? You realize the only reason... I thought there was an icon each year. No. You realize the only reason they did an arcade is because they realized they bought way too many of those stupid glasses that you had. <laughs> and they're like, we have to start using them because no one is ever going to buy them. <laughs> we have sold one pair to this idiot out in California. Uh, <laughs> and that's that's just that. No, but there is not an icon ever you. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll do one more. One more since that one was vicious. How about... So I saw the good one here. Uh, do we prefer dark rides or actual roller coasters? Uh, put those hands together. I, I like something like 
like Hagrid's that is, I say, has the spirit of a dark ride with the adventure of a roller coaster. Uh, or uh, I would even venture, I know it's not a roller coaster, but the Forbidden Journey gives me that thrill of like a roller coaster. I don't know. Dark rides is my answer, obviously. But I like I like to have a little bit of an excitement. I don't need to be tossed around where I feel like my brain is hitting the side of the wall of my head repeatedly. Mm, yep. I, I, I fell off a seesaw when I was a kid. That was enough. That's fine. You're allowed to. So no, I'd say I'd say in general I, I enjoy dark rides more. So I I I just like the I like storytelling. Yeah. And that's it that's it for me too. I just feel like roller coasters can tell the story, obviously. We just talked about how Hagrid's does. But for me, dark rides just you have more time to do it. It's not anything about speed. I love roller coasters. I've you know, I, I've done the extreme ones. I used to go to Cedar Point way back in the DA. DA <laughs> way that's back how the cool the kids day. say it. Way back in the day, I would go to Giaga Lake and, and such. So I, it's not like I haven't done roller coasters and stuff. I've done plenty of them. But it's it, to me, there's something about dark rides that just it. There's there's a classic side to them, and I just think they're they're timeless too to the point where. Whether you're 75 or 80, you can ride them still, you know. It's one of those, like, I'm going to be able to do these when I'm older. I can't always do roller coasters, I don't think. Well, I mean, but... I'm not saying I'm not saying older people can't do roller coasters. I just had an experience with my mom on a roller coaster recently, and she did. She's like, never again, and never again will I let her go on a roller coaster. I'm talking sleeping in first aid for, like, four hours. Yeah, well, I mean, but then you yeah, might end up being, like, a Stan Lee, which he rode the amazing adventures of spider-man right up to the point where that's he basically was coaster. gone that's i well ride. that's a dark ride but intense mm. intense that's just because like. just because it's not a roller coaster of sorts doesn't mean it can't still be intense so maybe that's what i like in between i like i like dinosaur dark rides that have a little bit of thrill with them yeah, yeah. like dinosaurs spider-man. like forbidden journey like forbidden journey spider-man like all of them yeah transformers i love those transformers metal big pair of things hanging below one of them making all their weird jokes about their anatomy yeah god i love that classic so classic michael (laughs) bay classic bay classic bay so yeah that's uh that was our final question that's gonna wrap things up for us here so we've got other stuff to do today sweat Uh, sweat coming through both shirts the man's got sweat (laughs) coming through so we're gonna have to leave because of that so thank you everyone who joined us to ask your questions uh we'll be back with you next week for an actual episode in the studio i apologize for not being in there i apologize for the quality of this one but really uh this was pretty much the only way to get it out we didn't have time to do you get this or you get nothing yeah we didn't even have time to do a proper vlog from in the parks so we could get out where it would it would be all done and and finished on time so but we were just bragging about how we were in the park every day this week so. yeah but i <laughs> i was recording video last night for a different project and you didn't get there till after dark it just it wouldn't have worked out so i i hope this still was okay for you and if it wasn't well too bad <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's already over and done with. So uh, that's it for this episode. Happy Halloween out there to everyone. We hope you have a good, safe Halloween. We hope you have a good week, and we will see you in November. I've always wanted to say that. No? Okay, but uh, I don't have I the... out something? 
No, I just oh, see just you like in November, saying, folks. Like, see, uh, it's kind of like how they're like, okay, we'll see you in 2020, but uh, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. So I don't have outro music, so it's just going to end awkwardly. So, hey, take care. Bye-bye now.